Hello guys, how we doing? Happy Friday. Final day of the year 2021. It's Richie from the Jordan Patrick Show. Wanted to get you guys prepared for the happenings of week 17. Give you a little preview of what I think is going to go down and what to look for. And also sprinkle in some tips if you guys are in your fantasy finals. Going to start out in Chicago. Giants are traveling to the Chicago Bears. This game has absolutely zero playoff implications. But um, the New York Giants do own both of both their respective pick and the Chicago Bears pick in the coming draft. Um, not much to see on offense for the Giants. I expect uh, both Mike Glennon and Jake Fromm to see some action. I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. I think we're going to be looking at an ugly game, a defensive struggle. But I've got the Bears winning this thing 16-6. to On the fantasy front, two players to look out for that I think could shine in this particular game. Cole Komet, the tight end for the Chicago Bears. I think he's a sneaky streamer pick over at tight end. And although Saquon Barkley has been incredibly underwhelming, uh, Chicago is where he was injured last year, tore his ACL, and really put a hindrance on his season this year between that and the ankle injury still getting back to 100%. But I do think this game means a lot to Saquon Barkley, and I believe that um, he's going to have a solid game, win or lose. I think if you're a little desperate, for a running back, he could fill that flex void. But I would not, uh, you know, certain leagues, believe it or not, Saquon's actually not on a roster, which is hard to believe, but true. If he's sitting on your bench and you're feeling good, I think that could be a play. Other big games to look for and highlight for the 1 o'clock slate. Los Angeles Rams are traveling out to Baltimore. Got a desperate Ravens team that has lost a lot of tough games as of late, but they are still in the playoff hunt. Looks like Lamar Jackson should be returning this week. The Rams, on the other hand, while they are on a winning streak now, still feel that... um, They can be exposed in a game like this. I believe that Lamar Jackson could take advantage of an over-aggressive pass rush, and I do believe that Mark Andrews, uh, talking about the fantasy side again, can have a solid game. I'm taking the Ravens to win this one 27-24 in a desperate move to try to stay into the playoffs, into the playoff race. I do like the Ravens winning this game at home because if they lose there is very small probability that they're going to be going to the playoffs play the Patriots defense if you have them the Patriots are playing the Jaguars I would not be the least bit surprised if they actually shut them out I got a final of uh, 34-7 in that game but I think the uh, Patriots are going to present a very tough day for Trevor Lawrence and company. Jaguars are just a mess. 
But if you're a Jaguar fan, the positive is that, you know, you're going to be up there in draft position. Do not play any Jaguar offensive players, especially running backs, as uh, James Robinson was injured last year, and he's going to be out for the year. Best wishes to him on a good recovery. Also around the league, defending world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Another solid suggestion for a team to play as your starting defense. I happen to be in my work fantasy finals, and I am rolling with them as one of my starting defenses. And uh, at the Jets, no-brainer. Jets are another team similar to the Jaguars, similar to the Giants, that uh, just have all kinds of challenges on the offensive side of the ball. I expect Tom Brady on the other side to just have his way. And even with some of the injuries, I do expect Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski to both play well. And um, I expect Ronald Jones to have a pretty good game in the absence of Leonard Fournette. So if you own any of those players, definitely consider the pros of getting some of those guys in the lineup. Finishing out the one o'clock slate, and in my opinion, which is probably the game of the week, got the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Cincinnati has had a very up and down season, but over the course of the last three to four weeks, they have solidified themselves as the best team in what was a rather congested AFC North. Bengals have a legitimate shot to win a championship this year. While I don't think it's their year, this is a huge statement game against the two-time defending AFC champions, a Chiefs team that's only two seasons removed from winning a Super Bowl. As many of you know, they lost the Super Bowl to Tampa last year, won it the year before against the Niners. In this game, I'm expecting a bit of a shootout. And while the Chiefs' defense over the course of the past few weeks has stepped up defensively, you can throw that Charger game out, but they have played much better as a unit. Game's going to be in Ohio, but I expect the Chiefs to come out on top in a high-scoring affair, and I expect the Chiefs' marquee players to put up some serious numbers. As far as the Bengals go, although I do believe their running game is going to get going, I have a suspicion that Joe Burrow might throw one too many picks in this game. So if you have another quarterback option, I would suggest to maybe sit Joe Burrow this week. Joe Burrow had a phenomenal fantasy week last week for me. This week, I am not playing him. I like the Chiefs in a very close game. I'm going to go 37-31 Chiefs in a very high-scoring, entertaining game. And why not? Let's say it's going to be a, an overtime victory. Another important game for playoff implications. Las Vegas Raiders traveling to Indy. Indy is in a better position playoff-wise. The Raiders are still alive. But Indy's getting dealt a blow with uh, starting quarterback Carson Wentz on the COVID list. Game's going to be played in Indy. 
And although this is a game that uh, could keep the Raiders' hopes alive to slide into one of the final wild cards, I like Indy to find a way to win this game. I still don't believe that the Raiders have an answer for Jonathan Taylor. And I believe that um, Indy will be able to move the ball well, despite having their backup quarterback in. Head coach Frank Reich feels very strong about his offensive game plan, despite Carson Wentz not playing this week. But for a lot of the people who have been skeptical on Carson Wentz, the positive is that this is not an injury. And, you know, COVID essentially can affect anyone. game that I'm going to have my eyes peeled on for the simple fact that it has draft implications for my New York Giants. The Houston Texans are traveling to San Francisco. Another quarterback situation going on over there. Trey Lance will be replacing Jimmy Garoppolo this week more than likely. I think the Texans have the ability to keep it close, but it's just hard for me to see the Texans winning two in a row. I like the Niners in a hard-fought, low-scoring game. I'm going to go Niners 23 Texans 17, but I do believe that um, the Texans will give them a good game. Niners are vying for playoff position and are a team that looks like they can essentially beat anyone in the first round of the playoffs. A lot of people forget, but the 49ers are only a couple years removed from winning the NFC and playing the Chiefs in a very good Super Bowl. Not saying that's how it ends for the Niners this year, but when healthy, They have proven that they are a pretty good football team. They're missing their starting quarterback, but I think they're going to do enough to win the game. Speaking of injuries, Arizona Cardinals heading out to Dallas. This, too, can be a fun game for uh, stat crushing in fantasy. As far as the game itself goes, the Cardinals, since losing DeAndre Hopkins, just cannot seem to get anything going consistently on offense. They did play a little better last week in a loss, but this particular game, I think Kyler Murray's going to have a very difficult time dealing with the uh, Dallas front seven. And without his main weapon, it's just going to be very tough for him. I do think that the Cardinals are still showing some fight. And although most people, myself included, have them going one and done, I still believe that um, they're going to fight. I'm going to go Dallas 30, Cardinals 23 in this one. Dallas Cowboys are rolling, and um, they are hoping for a Green Bay loss to have an opportunity to solidify home field advantage for the playoffs. Packers and Vikings, that's what it leads me to. This is going to be a good football game. You know, the thing with the Vikings is you never really know what team's going to show up. Vikings have a very talented roster. That's no denying that. But year in and year out, it seems like they always manage to hover around 500 and underachieve. But they have a very big familiarity with the Green Bay Packers. And although the Packers keep winning, they have had some scares lately. They nearly lost to the Baltimore Ravens two weeks ago without Lamar Jackson. And last week, despite Baker Mayfield having an enormous amount of interceptions. I think Green Bay won the game because of poor coaching at the end of the game. Nick Chubb was having his way. And for reasons that I certainly can't explain, they uh, veered away from the run game and they committed a final turnover. 
So I do believe that Green Bay got let off the hook last week. But, um, you know, the standings don't require covering point spreads or winning by a lot. Packers have been consistently winning. It's going to be a very tight game. I think the Vikings are going to come to play. Game's in Lambeau. Vikings beat them the first time in Minnesota in a thriller. I've got the Packers winning this one 27-24. I think it's going to be close. On the streamer tip, kind of like Lazard from Green Bay. He's been uh, becoming more and more of a trusted target of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the usual suspects don't really need to be mentioned. We all know about Aaron Jones. We all know about Devontae Adams. We all know about Aaron Rodgers. If you own any of these players, they're all phenomenal looks for your championship weekend. But if you're hurting at the wide receiver position, I do believe Lazard is a decent option. Wrapping it up for the week. The Cleveland Browns are traveling to the Pittsburgh Steelers. As uh, many of you probably know, uh, this is more than likely the final game in the illustrious career of quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. Ben recently said that this is his final year. And this is the final home game of the year for the Steelers. If the Steelers should sneak into the playoffs, it is incredibly unlikely that they will have a home game of any kind. So I expect the Pittsburgh faithful to be very passionate, very loud. And I think that they get a little taste of revenge on a Browns team who ended their season last year in that stadium. The Browns have a good football team, and I don't think their record is indicative of the kind of year they're having. I think it's just more of, rather, the kind of talent they have. I think it's just more of, you know, they've got hit with some bad luck. Cleveland's definitely still have some pieces, and they have a good coach. But I do think that they're going to take the L here, take the season sweep loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think this win for Pittsburgh is going to propel them into a Week 17 situation where they have an opportunity to get into the playoffs. And Ben will have one final crack at uh, trying to run the table to get to another Super Bowl. I don't think that's in the cards for Pittsburgh. But uh, my final score in this particular game, I'm going to go Pittsburgh 24, Cleveland 20. I think it's going to be a close one, but I think Pittsburgh has the edge here. In terms of any kind of streamers in this particular game, honestly, I don't really feel all that great about this one. I would suggest that if somebody owns the Pittsburgh defense or if the Pittsburgh defense happens to be lying around on the waiver wire, might not be a bad look. Um, You know, and once again, the certain superstars that already play for these teams, not necessarily worth mentioning. We already know what Deontay Johnson for Pittsburgh and Nick Chubb for Cleveland brings to the table. Elliot and I in the near future are going to be getting on uh, a new show football centric show with the playoffs on the horizon we're looking very much forward to that thank you guys for listening and i want to wish each and every one of you a very happy new year and just prosperous good things to all of you and your families like as always thanks for listening if you haven't yet 
definitely check out our most recent show with our buddy Quentin Moore. You can find that on YouTube. Take care, guys. Hope you have a great one.